A Curious Tale As I walked along a forest path at Ananda's meditation retreat one morning, I observed an unusual drama unfold before me. Crouched a few yards ahead was Lati, a fluffy little gray cat who kept the retreat's kitchen free from mice. Her gaze was concentrated on something in front of her, and by her intense crouching pose, I could tell she was about to pounce on it. But moments before she sprang, I saw something shoot off nearly ten yards ahead and lie wriggling in the path. Quietly drawing closer to find out what was happening, I saw that Lottie now held in her jaws the small, limp body of a lizard, a brown skink. These lizards have a remarkable ability to project their tail when attacked. Sure enough, the detached tail was what I'd seen thrashing around farther down the path. Confused by the movement, Lottie dropped the skink, which began creeping into the underbrush, and ran after the tail. After holding the bony appendage in her mouth for a few moments, the cat realized that she'd been tricked and ran back to catch the lizard, which was still in sight. Much to my amazement, this spectacle repeated itself. The detached tail, still thrashing around, caused Lottie to drop the lizard once again and run after it. The second time, however, the little lizard was quicker and escaped to freedom, leaving Lottie with only a bony snack for all her efforts. Watching this singular drama play out before me, my mind was in a whirl. I continued on my way to the retreat's dining room for breakfast and shared the story there with my friend Seva. Surely there's some spiritual lesson in this, I said to her. Without missing a beat, Seva replied with one word, detachment. As amusing as this story is, there is, in fact, a deep message in it for all of us. Non-attachment is one of the fundamental attitudes on the spiritual path. Why? When we are firmly held in the jaws of suffering, it's important to cut loose that which is holding us back, that unfulfilled desire or unobtainable possession or unsatisfied expectation of how others should treat us. We should also seek inwardly to release things of a positive nature to which we're attached. Our possessions, our friends, our children, our spouse. This doesn't mean that we reject them or give them the cold shoulder. Rather, we should try to see them not as ours, but as gifts on loan to us from God. Then everything in life becomes much sweeter as we begin to perceive God's presence behind everything. Is this easy? Of course not, but it is effective. Every time we inwardly detach from something troubling us or to which we're clinging, we gain control over our happiness and our lives. In his book, Affirmations for Self-Healing, Swami Kriyananda wrote, Nothing is ours. No one belongs to us. Mentally, we should make a bonfire of our love for God and cast into it all attachments, all desires, all hopes and disappointments. 
It helps mentally to examine one's heart every evening and liberate it anew of all desires. Pluck out from your heart any burrs of new attachments that you find clinging there. Cast them joyfully into the fire of devotion. Pray to God energetically. I destroy all my attachments. They are no longer mine, Lord. I am free in Thee. End quote. Here, Swamiji offers us practical tools to aid in this process of detachment. Ultimately, the choice is very simple. Cling to your old attachments or find freedom in God. In case you're wondering, brown skink lizards do grow back a new tail. But for us, may our tail end when we replace all of our attachments with the one attachment to God alone. Towards inner freedom, Nyaswami Devi. Well, friends, this was a fun blog for me to write, recalling that delightful uh, little drama that I whispered, uh, that I witnessed, excuse me, and that uh, my friend Seva had the great response to. But to one little thought here to share, you know, I find it very helpful when I'm in nature or in any circumstance to try to always, if something happens that's a little bit puzzling, ask yourself the question, what am I supposed to learn from this? Because very often there is something that it's a way of God instructing us and guiding us and helping us to tune in to his presence, which is always there to lead us forward. And then on the topic of overcoming attachments, it's a, it's a very good process to go through, as Swami recommends. Just look at anything that's clinging to you and, and free yourself from it. There's a wonderful chant, I owe nothing, I am free, in myself I am free. I owe no one, I am free, in myself I am free. And just to understand, as one of our great masters, Lahiri Mahashaya said, we came into this world alone, and we must leave it alone. And, uh, but leave it alone, not in the sense of backing away, but depart alone. And if we can do this, then we really have this sense of freedom. We're not afraid, oh, am I going to lose this? Or what if this doesn't last? Nothing lasts, and we lose everything in the end. But rather than causing fear, let, let's, if we can live in the deeper part of our own self, we realize that who I really am is not defined by anything outside. And whatever I try to cling to is really, uh, it will slip away. You know, it's a strange, I'll share a kind of a personal experience that I had when I was quite a young child. I would have a reoccurring dream of reaching out for a big, beautiful, delicious ice cream sundae with, you know, chocolate sauce and ice cream and whipped cream. And I would reach out for it. And this would happen many nights. I would have this dream, more like just an image. And as I was reach out, as I would reach out for it, it would just dissolve in my hands. I couldn't grasp it. And I think that was, some, even as a little child, I think that was some memory of the things that we try to hold on to in life. We can't. 
They, they have a very short shelf life, as do we. And so it's, it's actually quite important just to look at everything in your life and say this could be gone in a moment. We often talk about the fire that occurred here at Ananda Village. And Joe Tish and I lost everything we owned, everything, and except the box from the meditation room of things that were sacred to us. But every other household item, plant, blanket, clothing, it was all gone. And yet it was a wonderful experience because we realized in the end it didn't really matter one bit. You can have it one day, have it all be taken away the next. And really, we have to be able to stand and say, Lord, I can't, this is not my world. This is your world. And whatever dream you place me in, I will play my part. I will play my role in this dream. But it's just as an, an actor playing a part on the stage, he doesn't own the props. He doesn't own the characters who whatever part they may be playing, he's just playing a role. And so we have to live our lives in the same way. We need to play our roles, our parts, as well as we can. But then when the play is over, we walk away and return to our real life, which is in God. God bless you all.